0: Hey there everyone, I'm Ian Shapiro, your host for Politics Explained, and today is August, Friday the 18th of 2017, the year of our lord. So let's go to Twitter, obviously that's what that all dictates, uh, to check out what President Donald Trump is tweeting today. This morning on Twitter, Donald Trump tweets, Homeland Security and law enforcement are on alert and closely watching for any sign of trouble. Our borders are far tougher than before. Donald Trump here is referencing his strong position on immigration, which he hammered home during the 2016 presidential election. Build the wall, referencing a wall that Donald Trump wants to build between the United States border and Mexico is certainly one signpost for this strong position. Donald Trump also attacked Democrats on their weakness regarding border security tweeting, The obstructionist Democrats make security for our country very difficult. They use the courts and associated delay at all times must stop. Here Donald Trump is moving away from broad terms of immigration and national security to look more closely at the court and his travel ban. Some states have been using the courts in order to put stays on parts of Trump's travel ban that he issued shortly after his inauguration in January. The Trump administration argues that this type of travel ban is appropriate in order to keep the country safe until our elected officials can figure out what the is going on. Generally, argument for the opposition of the travel ban is that it is racial and religious profiling. Earlier in the year, the Supreme Court of the United States handed down a partial opinion on the travel ban, saying that many pieces of it are left intact. However, open to interpretation is what types of relationships individuals outside of the country need to have in order to legitimately say that they can come into the country. These are things like family ties, uh, job offers, and also offers to go to school and get an education in the United States. The last tweet of consequence from Donald Trump this morning says, radical Islamic terrorism must be stopped by whatever means necessary. The courts must give us back our protective rights have to be tough donald trump has of course been tough on the courts he's not an individual who is very fond of separation of powers especially when one of our branches of government the judicial branch has such strong checks on executive authority for more on immigration national security and trump's tweets explained you're listening to politics explained i'm ian shapiro hey everyone it's ian shapiro your host for politics explained so this isn't a Huge story of consequence, but I did chuckle when I saw it in my newsfeed. Uh, It's a Politico article titled Romney. Trump needs to apologize and blame racists for Charlottesville violence. Uh, so anyway, in response to Charlottesville, President Trump gave a lukewarm response on Saturday. On Monday, he gave a more scripted response that was a bit more forceful, uh, pointing out racist and white nationalist groups by name. And then he seemingly walked back those stronger remarks on Tuesday during a press conference, uh, much to the chagrin of just about everyone involved. In the whole situation, uh, former Republican presidential nominee Mitt Romney has uh, gone on to Facebook, of all things, this Friday morning, uh, with a condemnation of Donald Trump's handling of his own condemnation. Uh, Mitt Romney says, "Whether he intended to or not, eh. what he communicated caused racists to rejoice, minorities to weep, and the vast heart of America to mourn." His apologist strained to explain that he didn't mean what we heard, but what we heard is now the reality, and unless it is addressed by the president as such, with unprecedented candor and strength, there may commence an unraveling of our national fabric. Mitt Romney is not the only member of the Republican Party that has been having a strained relationship with donald trump lately arizona senator jeff flake of course lisa murkowski of alaska and susan collins of maine uh, senior arizona senator john mccain there are a lot of members of the republican party oh and mitch mcconnell also the leader of the senate gop Uh, they all have in one way or another a strained relationship with donald trump at the moment Some reports from congressional aides of Republicans have even said to the news media, hey, when it comes to tax reform, this next big thing that we're working on legislatively, we really don't want Trump to become interested in what's going on. We honestly believe it's going to make it harder for us to pass tax cuts and reform the tax code. We don't want Trump involved in policy, say a lot of Republicans. He's tearing the party apart from the inside is definitely one of the reactions that we're getting. Even without Trump, you know, being Trump, it's unclear that any party would want a president with approval ratings in the mid-30s to have much of a public guiding hand when it comes to one's policy agenda. For more on the policy agenda of the GOP and the nation, you're listening to Politics Explained I'm Ian Shapiro. Hey there, everybody. It's me, Ian Shapiro, your host for Politics Explained. I just wanted to take just a minute to thank all of you who are listening to Politics Explained. None of this would be possible without you. Our listenership is growing. Uh, A lot of you are very engaged throughout the week. We have new listeners coming onto the show each and every day. It's really exciting. Uh, Don't forget that if you're on the Anchor app, you can join in the discussion using the discussion feature. You can call into the station with questions and comments about politics the political stories that I talk about the ones that I miss I actually have I have a hair in my mouth that's really strange okay um you get great goofs like that see Uh, a little bit of personality with your politics haha there actually is an entire political science literature on personality and Political behavior and attitudes, but none of that matters right now. Maybe we'll get to that if there's interest. Anyway, I just wanted to thank you all. If you're listening on Google Play or iTunes, go ahead and download that Anchor app so you can also join the discussions that we have uh, given the topics of the day and what we talk about here on the Daily Show Politics Explained, hosted by me, Ian Shapiro. Gosh, I love saying that. It's like crack to me. Well, not crack. That's no, that's insensitive because we do have kind of an opioid epidemic going on in the United States right now. Uh, but anyway. The only drug that you need is listening to Politics Explained uh, on Anchor, iTunes, Google Play, each and every day, hosted by me, Ian Shapiro. I love you so much. Thank you. Hey everyone, it's Ian Shapiro, your host for Politics Explained, and today I want to talk about some speculation. And it's fun because it's speculation that we don't always get to indulge in. And that speculation is, hold your breath, y'all have bated breath. If a Republican runs against Trump in a Republican primary in 2020, who could it be? Trump is crazy unpopular with uh, you know, stagnant popularity at around the mid-30s, so 35, 36, 37, and it has consistently dropped with a linear trend towards the negative since he took office during his inauguration in January. Uh, so with a pretty unpopular president the question is will someone from within the party try to you know usurp the position of kind of party head the last time we saw something like this was back in well the 70s about 40 years ago Ronald Reagan tried to create a contested convention against then Republican President Gerald Ford Ford had pretty low approval ratings So you have the 1976 Republican National Convention where Ford is challenged by Ronald Reagan who is currently, is then the governor of California and Ford is able to snag the nomination. This is of course all to say that it's not unprecedented for someone like Mike Pence who already is showing signs of preparing for a 2020 run to, you know, challenge Trump. Personally, what I'm going to look out for, if there are any you know, rumblings of individuals other than Pence, of course, that are looking to kind of snag that nomination um, for the GOP in place of Trump, is whether their policy platforms look like Trump, kind of like Trumpism or like populism um, than traditional conservatism, or Or if they go to traditional conservatism, I'm just very interested in this dynamic of can an individual win on a Trump populist platform as long as they are not still donald trump right so you lose the personality you lose the twitter storms but you keep the ideas it it will be interesting to see if the republican party will still support that after some failed efforts uh like slow going into tax reform and failure to repeal and replace obamacare because the bills that were presented were just fabulously awful uh legislation uh so yeah, some cool thoughts on there. Uh, Mike Pence might run against Trump. Uh, Marco Rubio might do it. Uh, You might see some dark horses coming out of the party. Uh, Should be an interesting few years. So keep an eye out on that. For more on things that you should keep your eye out in politics, you're listening to Politics Explained. I'm Ian Shapiro. That's it for Politics Explained today. We'll be back tomorrow morning for more news and analysis on politics. You've been great. Thank you so much for listening. I always appreciate it. If you're on Anchor, go ahead and favorite the station. Uh, go to the discussion section in a segment. Uh, give your thoughts and comments. Call into the station with questions. If you're on iTunes or Google Play, subscribe, leave a review. I super appreciate it. Um, wow, I just like closed my eyes and like got starry-eyed when I said I super appreciate so that's that's probably pretty sincere right yeah hey i'm ian shapiro you just listened to politics explained uh thank you so much and i'll see you tomorrow and tomorrow we will get back to the politics